Hey stranger, I hope you're doing good. This is your podcast, Things I Don't Talk My Therapies, a free space to talk about the things that you don't usually talk in therapy. This is your Rocky podcaster, Rodrigo. I really wanted to start this podcast channel with this title so you can get to know me a little bit better. That being said, who am I? So my name is Rodrigo Herrera. I'm 23 years old. I'm from El Salvador, born and raised. I'm 100% Latino, and I'm really proud of that. I'm an Aquarius, but my moon is in Pisces, and my racing is in Cancer. So, you know, I'm an emotional train wreck. Um, my favorite singer right now is Omar Apollo or Cali Oches. Even though I listen a lot to Fade, to the Fercho, and to Rao. But it's not because they are trending right now. They just have pretty hard music. Like the lyrics, they're exquisite. Even Mora, I can relate to La Irocente de Mora. That's my favorite song. So let me tell you a little bit about why I decided to start a podcast channel here in Spotify. Well, like any other human that listens to podcasts almost every day, um, I realized that I have a lot to say. Like, I honestly have a lot of experiences that may help somebody else out there, somebody who's listened to this podcast. I don't know how big it's going to be, uh, this podcast, but honestly, I don't care. I'm just doing this because I want to share, share all of this, all of these experiences, all my advices, all my everything that I know. Because I know that if I reach to like just one person and my words can stay in your mind and you... I don't know, you think about what I said in any episode, then I'm gonna know that I didn't make this just just to to make it. That honestly it has a purpose and that purpose has been reached. And I'm gonna be more than happy of that. But well, um the focus that I wanna give to my podcast is to be able to share as I mentioned before my experiences i honestly had a hell of a year last year since moving abroad to get my heart broken to leave my friends in el salvador a lot of things change in my life and all this honestly and honestly things changed for the better I I, I want to say, um, and yeah, I'm here in the States building myself from the scratch after picking up my heart from the floor to get my self-esteem up in the clouds. I don't know, it's just, it's just been a roller coaster of emotions. And I want to share with you guys how you can relate to whatever I have to say. That it's a lot. I, I never shut up. I, I promise. But yeah, I hope that my goal here can be reached. Let's just start from the beginning. I'm going to talk to you about my childhood. So it was pretty good. It was pretty normal. I honestly cannot complain about my parents. I came from 
a mid-class, hard-working family. My father was a lawyer, and also he served in the army of El Salvador. And my mom, she was a high school teacher for more than 20 plus years. Till she got her resident visa and she came here to the US. And honestly, I was pretty excited because I, as a, as a little boy, I had always dreamed to come here to the US. Because when I was a little kid, also, um, my sisters were here in the US. And basically, my whole family is here in the States. And after something that happened in 2021, it was only my brother and I back in El Salvador. So it was a pretty lonely time because, I mean, I, I had my friends, but you know, when you really wanted to have your family with you, but you cannot. And also it's, it's such a pain in the ass because you came to the US, you need a visa. I mean, at least for Salvadorians. You need a visa and um, my grandma was here and when she passed away, unfortunately, I couldn't make it because I didn't have a visa. I was in the middle of the process of like, you know, when your mother requests you to the embassy and you have to wait like five, five, six years because of COVID to, to get your resident visa too. So yeah, I was pretty excited when I came here. Let's go back to the childhood thing. When I was like three years old, I have to go to surgery because um, I don't know what happened with my tonsils, but I never eat, honestly, because it was still painful to like shook the food because I was a pretty sick kid. I'm not gonna lie. Always my tonsils were swallowed, so uh, it was painful to eat. and. Uh, after that, well, before the surgery, I was really skinny. All, I mean, obviously, because I, I never eat. I never ate. And after that, I started eating and I started getting weight. And I started creating this obsession with my body image. And I remember that I used to play with this Max Steel kind of figure. And he has like a six-pack thing and big arms. And he was pretty muscle. And I remember that I used to touch the six pack and I transferred um, to my body. I was five years old when I first created my body image. And honestly, it's a thing that it is haunting me till this day. Because I still have body image problem where I see myself as a really fat person, even though I'm not, I'm average. And I work out and I try diets and I, I try to eat less, I avoid carbs. I'm in the middle of a process where I have to accept myself as I am. And if I don't like it, I have to work my ass out to change my appearance. But I just wanna do it because I wanna feel okay with myself. I don't wanna do it because I want to look good for other people. I mean, that's certainly an extra, but the main goal is to do it because I want it for myself, because I'm gonna, I know that I'm gonna feel untouchable <laughs> and powerful with my appearance, even though I just like, right now I feel 
untouchable and um, powerful, honestly, right now in this exact moment. But I know that I can do, I can be doing more and I want to do it because I want it for myself. I don't want it for anyone else. I mean, what's the point to change my whole body, to change my whole self for anyone else and not me? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to have me. I don't know about the person that I'm going to have next to me, but for sure that at the end of the day, it's going to be me, myself, and I. And I have to be, to really work, to put this mindset in me. Because I already know that, but I want to say that I'm subconscious already know that, but it's just a thing that I have to start believing in that, you know? Let's talk about the time when I found out that I was a little different from the rest of the boys. It was back in 2011, I guess, when Lady Gaga released uh, Born This Way album. And I remember that I was um, streaming the song Yuras. And I really fell in love with the whole album because it was different of what I'm, I was used to because I have an older brother. He used to listen only to reggaeton. And that was a big conflict because uh, I really felt different because I didn't, at that time I was really judgy and I didn't like reggaeton that much. Right now it's, it's, it's like I, I can listen to, to anything, to be honest. Um, but well, back in 2011, I was just vibing, you know, with Lady Gaga, with Britney, with, um, Katie, Rihanna, I mean, all these, this Bob era in the pop music, I don't know, it was just too difficult for me because, um, I guess my parents have a little different expectations because I already have raised my brother. He was, he's five years older than me. So it's not like a really big gap of age. But anyway, so I was streaming this um, Lady Gaga album when I was um, doing laundry. And my mom, she heard me singing to the lyrics of um, Born This Way. I don't remember if it was Born This Way or Criminal by Britney. And she yelled at me and she said that I'm not supposed to be playing um, girls' music because I, I was a man. I was 11 years old, first of all. But well, since that day, I, I was forced to stop listening to um, these divas and just um, start listening to reggaeton and salsa and bachata. But I don't know. I, I just did it because I, I'm a people pleaser. I already know that. And I didn't want to have any trouble with my mom or with my father. Because as I mentioned, he was, he was in the army. So they have a pretty um, stereotype that they are homophobic. You know, we never know. So I decided to stop, to stop listening to them. And 
just try to fit in the stereotype that I was supposed to be and just that. And then um, three years later in 2014, I was in eighth grade. Um, the older guys from, from the other grades, they used to bully me because uh, the way I walked, the way I talk, even for the tone of my voice. And sorry, I, I was, I was in the, I was a teenager. I was developing all the things, you know, but I guess I want to say that when we are younger, we are dumb and they call me the faggy and I was fat too. So I just imagine being gay and being fat, but being gay of closet, you know, I, I didn't even, I mean, I was dating girls in that time so it was a pretty confusing era i'm not gonna lie um then i took a decision that to this day i regret because i heard a lot of people people that i care people that i love mostly my family and some of my friends um and after that i went to um ninth grade and the older guy, they, they were in another, in another schedule. I never see them, thank God. And I stopped being bullied for them. And things just start moving a little bit smooth, a little bit better. And I continue dating girls till, till my last year in high school. Is on, it was honestly a roller coaster. And then at the end of my senior year, like right like a month before the graduation act, I start chatting with this guy who texts me on Facebook. And um, I don't know, he started flirting with me and I didn't even know. Even he asked me if I was gay and I said, no, I'm straight. And uh, I don't know. Spoiler alert, he was a catfish. So I started developing feelings for him and I started to fall in love. And you know how you act when you are falling in love with somebody? That was me. And I was falling hard and I was falling fast. I blame my Pisces moon for that, honestly. But well, after that, we went to a trip to the beach with my inner circle and um i was really really i mean i really liked this boy you know and i decided to come out because you know what could happen and they were really supportive uh, i mean they gave me tons of love i cannot complain i will never complain the way that i came out even though i i came out for for a guy that never exists, I guess, only in my in my heart. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I came out and and everything was fine, I guess. Still, um, I went out to the real dating world, and I don't know. Honestly, the gay dating culture is really messed up because you don't know where to draw the line. 
where the hookup culture is and where the um the dating culture begins and that's a really issue because i remember i i was freshly came out of the closet i was freshman let's just say that and i started talking to to guys that i i knew they were gay and um you know they they were really cute and i don't know I, honestly i cannot flirt just because i want to flirt i'm gonna flirt with you because i like you it took me a lot of crying to realize that you cannot just look for dates in the gateway um you have to go through the hookup phase even though you like it or no but you have to because there's no line like you don't even know and I, and I, it really upset me because you know i'm a really romantic person and if i i'm gonna tell you that i like you that i i don't know that i want to be with you I, i mean even though i'm 23 years old i always when i'm dating i'm always looking forward to marry you i mean no it's gonna it's not gonna happen the next day i mean it's gonna happen like you see a future with that person and you're for sure that you want this person in your life you know and i'm like that i mean i honestly the hookup thing doesn't work with me even though even though it's a common thing it's not common for me i cannot tell you i have never hooked up with one person honestly i am because we're humans and we have our needs but it's really different i don't know i'm i'm not saying i'm a better person because i'm not i'm probably just average and i mean i know that i'm not a bad person you know well after all that came out all the crying um i start med school it's honestly a highlight in my life i don't know i just made a lot of friends I have my best friend that I just met in uni and I don't know I'm I'm really thankful for all the people that I, that I that I met I don't know I'm a big emotional wreck as I told you and I don't know university really taught me that there's more than these high school bullies that these high school things you know the oppression the pressure to be somebody that you're not in the university you can be yourself and just do you i did four years of medicine it's kind of different here in the states because here you have to go undergrad on the college or any university and then you go to med school for four years in el salvador it's not that way you go straight to med school in the university you did eight years and that's all at the end of the eight years you're gonna have your diploma and you're gonna be good to work and i really 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 missed just being a student like a full-time student you don't have any idea because i came here february 21st last year 
and it's been a hell of a year because you know i was in a long distance relationship that didn't work out because you know there's always things that you cannot compensate because you are in a long distance you know it's it's just different and it's nobody's fault it's just no it's, it didn't work out probably right person wrong time i don't know i have these long distance friendships that they are dying every day no like not that no the person is not passing away like a relationship is just dying and that you can feel it i mean you can feel it and the thing is even though you're working so hard to maintain these friendships it's not working out you're doing your best the other person is doing their best but let's be honest they have their own life and i have my own life here and even though i don't like that much of what i'm doing i just have to accept the fact that i'm i'm doing my life without them like no physically and it's it's honestly it's emotionally draining because you really want to have this person in your life but they are not doing any efforts to to have you in their life and you have to accept that fact and you have to embrace it because not all the friendships are made for a long distance and that's the thing that is fucked up honestly because even though you want them you cannot force them and it's okay you have to live with that and you know honestly personally i'm living day by day um it's just a new experience i'm not fully adapt yet here in the states i'm just doing my best and it's so frustrating when you went well when i came to the u.s and i already knew how to speak english because my mother sent me when i was younger to english classes but in el salvador and i really never really practice it you know and obviously it's if rusty you you can you can feel the accent you can feel the mistakes but anyway i, I don't mind i mean at least I, i i speak two languages and but i wanna i wanna say and you don't know like the frustration that you felt when you first came here and a lot of people think that you're dumb just because you have an accent but it's not that i mean I cannot fully express myself the way that I want it because, you know, I have limited words in my mind and I have to translate everything before I say it. As the Sofia Vergara's um, quote from Mother Family, honestly, that's the truth. That's the only truth. But well, it is what it is. And uh, um, it's a hell of a year. And I'm here. And I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad for every traumatic event that had happened in my life because they made me the person that I'm, I am today. And I know what to do and what not to do to other people. And I'm really thankful for that, honestly. Before ending this first episode, I just want to say thank you to the girls that helped me 
through high school. Andrea, Stephanie, Allison, and Priscilla, thank you. You don't know how supportive you were to me. It's because of you that gay kids can survive high school. Let's say the elementary school, middle school, high school. Is think of you guys, honestly. I'm glad that I had you in my life. And for the girls that I still have in my life, thank you. Please don't leave me. And also, I want to thank my two friends from university. Melinda, who I met when I was in high school, but we were not that close. You're my person. And thank you for always supporting me and listen to every boy drama that has been through. And Dani, my best friend who university put in my path. And I really, I've, I'm really thankful for your friendship. And thank you for being here. Even though we have a long distance friendship, thank you for listening to me for every boy drama, for every little crisis. Thank you for always being here, even though you are not physically with me. Thank you. And thank you to whoever is listening to this podcast. Thank you. Love you, stranger.